Hey, and welcome to episode 31 of Just One Simple Thing, where we're in the middle of the Productivity Mythbusters series. We're looking at common productivity advice that might not be working for us and reframing it so that we can create spacious places in our lives and work within our boundaries. In the last episode, we challenged the myth that you need three priorities to work on every week or every day. And in this episode, we take on task batching. Is that really best for everyone? Listen in to find out. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. One of the most common things we hear from the productivity experts is that batching is the most efficient way to work. If you're not familiar with this term, it's usually described as working on like tasks in one sitting. It's been applied to blogging, podcasting, product creation, anything that has a multiple step work process that you repeat over and over. The cookie making analogy gets used often. When you make chocolate chip cookies, you don't make one cookie at a time. You get out everything you need, mix it all up, and bake a batch all at once. But there's also a biblical example of batching in the creation story. In Genesis 1, God did a specific task on each day and did it until it was complete and he could call it good. He did them in a specific order that made sense. He didn't create animals before he created land for them to live on. For a podcaster, batching might look like getting out all of your research tools and writing a month worth of episodes at one time, then setting up your microphone and recording software to record them all in one sitting, then opening Canva and creating all the graphics, then getting into your host and uploading the whole month of episodes and formatting the show notes, and then finally planning and scheduling the social media content. Boom, one month of content done in a short amount of time. I know many people swear by this technique, and it's a key part of their time management strategy. And I tried it so many times, but it just didn't work for me. I couldn't get the hang of batching. And to be honest with you, it's this kind of thing that can send me into an imposter syndrome spiral. I mean, if what works for everyone else doesn't work for me, I must not be cut out for this, right? Especially when my whole thing is based on helping people be more productive and effective. And I can't even make a basic productivity strategy work for me. You have no idea how I struggled with this. Please tell me if you also struggled to implement batching. I'd love to feel more normal. In the last year, I've started batching in a different way, and it's really working for me. 
Instead of batching by task, I've started batching first by topic and then by timing. Let me explain. My brain is wired to think in sequences and workflows. One thing leads to another. In the language of project schedulers, predecessors, and successors. When I tried to force it into buckets where everything in the bucket was the same, my wiring short-circuited. What do you mean it doesn't matter if I do week four graphic before the week two graphic, as long as I'm working on graphics? And what happens when I finish all the graphics? Am I ready for next week's content? No? I still have to work on newsletters? Then why am I messing around with week four graphics when the newsletter for next week isn't done yet? Maybe if I'm ever able to get more than a week or two ahead, it might work better for me, but I doubt it. Getting more than a week or two ahead brings its own set of problems for me. The content and the task all start to run together. I lose track of what coordinates and it's just unsettling for me. So let me tell you what a month of content creation looks like for me. I start with a theme for the month. Based on the theme, I outline the Move Forward Mastermind content and the podcasts for the month. Sometimes the theme doesn't quite carry through all the content, but it does give some continuity and a place to start. It helps to at least outline all of the major content at once so I know where each of the core ideas fall. And when I say outline, I mean that in the broadest sense of the word. It could be just a few bullet points for each item. Then I do the mastermind content because it's the biggest single piece that I'll use as jumping off points for the other content. After that, I complete one week at a time, no more than two weeks ahead. The podcast written and recorded first so I can turn it over to the amazing assistant who takes it from there then the email newsletter, then the social media, caption and image done together for each post. This type of batch allows me to focus on one topic at a time and complete a whole week in one or two sittings. It also lets me stay in the moment with you and adjust the content later in the month to address questions or places to go deeper. Look, the point isn't really telling you about my content creation routine, although it's a solid process that I'll probably share more about in future episodes. The point is that just because something works for everybody doesn't mean you have to force it to work for you. There's nothing wrong with you if you can't make it work. On the flip side, if it doesn't work for you, you don't need to throw it out completely. Find the key concept behind it and adjust it in ways that suit your style. Batching by topic and by week still helps me focus on one thing at a time, eliminate decisions so I'm not making the same ones over and over, and streamlines my processes. All the benefits of batching without the mental stress of working against my wiring. And as God was able to do after his six days of batching, I'm able to step back and rest when the batches are complete and I can call them good. Now for your one simple action step. If you've failed at batching before, pick just one aspect of it and try again. Can you find a way to get the benefits in your own way? If you're a batching pro, think of some other common productivity advice that hasn't worked for you and how to make the best parts work. 
Share your story on social media using the hashtag just one simple thing and tag me at do a new thing. Your story may give someone else an idea that expands their capacity into spacious places and pleasant boundaries. Let's learn from each other. I hope these productivity mythbusters are giving you a new way to look at your time. In the next episode, we're going to talk about planners because everybody knows that digital planners are a lot more effective, right? Or maybe it's paper planners that are better. I don't know. We'll figure it out next time. Be sure to follow the podcast wherever you listen so you don't miss it. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you, the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals, that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck, and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it, just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.